Welcome to StoryWise, the podcast designed to give you the in-depth story behind some of our top storytellers as a way to inform, motivate, and inspire you to believe that you too can make your dreams a reality. My name is Jen Grisanti. I am a story career consultant at Jen Grisanti Consultancy, Inc., a writer's consultancy designed to help you accomplish your writing goals and reach your career destination through one-on-one consults, seminars, and teleseminars. And I am very excited to have with me here as my guest today, Carol Kirshner, Let me tell you a little bit about Carol, and then I'm going to turn it over to her. Carol is the head of the CBS Diversity Writing Program. Yes. And the Showrunners Program. Right. So we will go into that, and I'm very excited to hear about that. She has an amazing career, and I would love to know more about your background. I would love for the audience to hear more about your background that led to you writing this book, and then we'll jump into the book. Sure. Um... So I actually started as a secretary in a museum. Right. Uh, I was the secretary to the museum director, and one day, perhaps this is more information than you need, but one day one of the volunteers said, would you be interested in helping uh, a friend of mine who's a writer-producer set up his office and start his business? And I said, "Mm, maybe not. Then I thought, what the hell was I thinking? And when I got up the next day, I said, absolutely, I want to do that. So I started working for him. He was a TV movie writer. From there, I went to CBS where I was in comedy development. And during the time that I was a comedy development, I heard over 3,000 pitches um, and was involved in developing hundreds of scripts and dozens of television series. From there, I got my dream job, which was that I was um, head of Steven Spielberg's television department at Amblin Entertainment. Amazing. It was, I thought the best job you could get was at the network as a buyer, but no, the best job you can get is working for Steven Spielberg. I love it. Um, And uh, from there, I went on to uh, be the uh, vice president of uh, two other um, European companies. Great. And then my daughter was two. And I said, I don't want to be an executive anymore. I want to be a consultant. And so I talked to my husband. We changed our lifestyle a little bit. And as a consultant, I was fortunate to have created the CBS Diversity Writers Mentoring Program. Great. Now in year 11, if you can believe that, and I still run it. That's and amazing. Because of my work with the that program, I was asked to help Jeff Melvoin mm-hmm. develop the curriculum for the showrunner training program at the Writers Guild, which is an awesome program. they both awesome programs. And over the years, what would happen is that people would call me and say, would you talk to my daughter or, you know, my roommate's uh, nephew wants to break into the business. Would you sit down with him? And I would say, uh, sure. They said, can you give him some advice on how to break in? And I was always happy to do it. But I thought, you know what? This information is really of interest to people. It's really important. And so I wrote the book. And as I like to say, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. took me a year and a half and I developed a rash. Right. But, <laughs> it's good for everyone to know that because yeah. it's not like I think people think 
people with our backgrounds that that just comes easy and that's a different side of the brain it's a different muscle it's totally different yeah i had always respected writers Mm -hmm. i've worked with writers for 25 years Mm -hmm. i've admired them respected them but i have an absolute new level of appreciation for them yes because it is really hard but but it has uh met with some success and so i'm very happy about that and as and before that, I launched my own career consulting practice called Park on the Lot, Great. where I work with writers and producers on how to break into the business, how to move up in the business, and how to thrive in the business. Excellent. Excellent. I love that. And everyone should know I'm a huge, huge fan of Carol's. I was a mentor in the CBS Diversity Program. One of the best, Thank I must you. say. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I... Love and adore you, so I'm very excited that you are here. Thank you. You are welcome. So thinking about with your your book, your book really is for not even just novices. No. It, it, it is for people coming into town brand new. What do I do? How do I get there? I think it's an excellent resource for that. But it, it really is for all levels. What would you say was your intention with that, um, your target audience? Well, certainly it was for what you said, which is for people just coming into town, just breaking in. But you know what? I have known over the years a number of very talented writers who could not get arrested. Right. They had been working, and somehow they just couldn't get work anymore, or if they got work, they couldn't keep work. And so what I wanted to do was put together the information that they needed to to get back into the into the world to get back working and it's really about having the right having contacts having confidence or at least acting like you have confidence right and uh, this is on top of having you know sort of blazing hot material that's the first thing right but assuming that you do then you need contacts you need confidence you need a great personal story and you need to be able to follow up with people so you stay on their radar yes so Learning those skills for right. people that are in the business, it's just more advanced, but it's the same skill set. Right. Excellent. I love that. Tell us about your background and your experience with working with writers. So, like, the idea of I know that you you have an incredible background in the corporate world. As far as your love and passion for the creative process and directly working with writers, I'd love to hear sure. some of that. Well, I, I think the first time I was aware of what it could be like to work with writers was when I got that job working for the guy who was a TV movie guy. And my job was to read scripts, which was pretty freaking amazing. I agree. That I got to do that as a job. Yes. And the fact that I got to sit at his pool in Malibu and do that was just a plus. But right. anyway, so... Oh, there's that. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Never underestimate the power of Malibu. But... but so reading that scripts was one of the most exciting things that I got to do. And then the next, and perhaps even more exciting, was working with, watching him work with writers and working on their material and making it better and better and better and seeing it get made. And that's where I learned how to really appreciate writers, respect mm-hmm. writers, see how writers give other writers notes, um, and then over the years, I've gotten to work with amazing people who, and the best writers, as you know, the best writers are the ones who are a pleasure to work with, because that's certainly a part of it, and that when they get notes, they come back and they make it better. Yes. And that's how you know it's a real writer. I agree. So 
you know, I've just had, I've had the experience of working with hundreds of writers and watching most of them really find their creativity and, and make their scripts better and better. That is, that's so rewarding. I think that's one of my favorite parts of doing this. Um, with the creative process, what would you say is your favorite part? Like looking at how you work with writers one-on-one, -on -one, what is your favorite part of that journey? When it's done. <laughs> I love it. Um, no. Um, and seeing the growth. Seeing, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's watching somebody figure out how to turn that corner. Yeah. Helping them turn that corner to the aha moment. Yes. And they get it. Yeah. It's so gratifying. Yeah. That is probably my I favorite agree. part of the process. Yes, I totally agree. So what type of writers do you work with? Like, what would you say? Would you say you work from beginning all the way up to the top? Yeah. What, what, type, of, what type of writer is going to be like, I have got to contact Carol Kirshner? Um, certainly brand new writers. Mm -hmm. Writers who um, either... The kind of people that I work with are people maybe that are from out of town that want to get into the business. They want to break into the business. They, they don't even know if they should move to L.A., and, and we usually have a conversation about that. Right. Um, I work with young writers who may be assistants right now, mm -hmm. and they want to move up, and we chart a career path for them. And I work with people that are already in the business right. for how to enhance their careers. Right. Um, and using sort of the tools that we talked about. Um, and I also work with people that are stuck. Right. Um, I, I do a workshop called How to Get the F Unstuck. Right. Um, and, and it is I love what you need to do to move past what your own barriers are. Yeah. So that you can succeed. That's excellent. I love that. Now, as far as... so. Is it? Do you read scripts? Or? I don't read scripts. Okay. I let Jen Grisanti read scripts <laughs> because she's so good at that. All that I do is that I might read a script to see if it's industry ready, right? Because it it it's not that's worth somebody's part of the money. Career guidance. Yes, right. It's not worth their money, right? To be learning how to put themselves out there, yes. get noticed, right? If they don't have the material to back right. it up yet. Right. So that's when I send people to you Thank to you. say, how do you make it better? How yeah. do you make it hot? And then after people are with me, then it's going to you to Yay. figuring out what is the trajectory. Uh, okay, so going into, for writers who, who've worked but are looking to make smarter choices. So looking at the writer who has a writing career yeah. but maybe it has come to a standstill. Yeah. What are what is some of the advice that you give them as far as career guidance? Well, what I help them with is something called perception management. Mm -hmm. And perception management is being able to control and I and I and I mean that in the best sense of a way. Yep. How people see you. Right. Because if you're stuck or you're at a standstill it means that people are not seeing you as somebody who is successful right. that they want to be in business with. Right. So what I do is I have them work on, and in my business, this is what this is specifically how I work with people. They work on their contacts to right. expand their contacts. That's huge. Right. I hate I the word networking. Networking is a dirty word, mm -hmm. but expanding your contacts. Showing, I like it. Finding out how yeah. you can help people as much as you want them to help you, how you can help them. It is a mutual 
That's Absolutely key. mutual. Yeah, mutual going back and forth. I totally agree. It is being of help to people. Yeah. And, and that can really help. If you can shift to that mindset, you are so much closer to being successful. So it is perception management. And part of that is having what I call your personal log line, your personal A story, and personal anecdotes. Go into each one of them. I will go into yes, each one I of them. Yes, I would love for you to define <laughs> that. So your personal log line is like a, a, a project log line. It's short, it's to the point, it's tantalizing, and it makes people want to know more. It's really who you are, what you do, what you want to do, why you're different than other people doing it, mm-hmm. the ways you've succeeded in the past, and then figure out how to put that together. I work with people to figure out how to put that together so that you sound modest. Great. Which is, if you listen to successful people in this business, and all the people you've interviewed, I'm sure you've noticed this. Right. They're all humble. I mean, there's yeah. a few jerks who right. have huge egos, but most people are really humble. Right. So the key, the, the real key is figuring out how to get your achievements across and still sound humble. Right. So that's a personal logline. Personal A story is kind of an expansion of that because you're the protagonist of this story, which is your own story. And what I have people do is I have them go through five-year increments in their life, zero to five, five to ten, and see if they can pull out something that they have been successful at in that time frame. Right. And then we string it together. It's It's a chronological story. Right. Pulling out the highlights, pulling out something that has shown that you're successful. Right. Because in this business, it's so competitive and people, decision makers are often afraid. Right. They're afraid to take a risk. But if they find out that you've already been successful at something, it doesn't even have to be in show business. Right. Then they are much more inclined to take a chance with you. Right. So we go through, so that's your personal A story. Um, when I was just doing the interviews for the showrunner program, these are such accomplished people. Hearing their personal A stories was just remarkable. Great. And here's the thing. This is not something you just do when you meet somebody and it drops out of your mouth. You right. practice it. Right. It's an artful presentation I in a way. I agree more. And you don't, do, you don't practice it to the point that it sounds like you have learned this before and you're saying it. But so that it comes easily, but you know exactly what you're going to say. That authentic. is really important. It's right. very authentic. And then anecdotes are what gives color. Right. And again, I have people uh, break up their life into five-year increments mm-hmm. and find a story there mm-hmm. that will get people interested, leaning forward, want to hear more. Like um, when I was, this is my story, my anecdote. When I was 10, I got kicked out of the Girl Scouts for telling a dirty joke. And I've been... I've been using that one for yep, 25 I years. Love it. And and what it does is it makes people know that I can be that I'm funny. Right. And also that I'll take a risk. Yeah, I agree. So what you want in your anecdotes is to show yes. a character trait. And it's very brief. It's and so yet brief. It tells you so much. It's so brief. It tells you um and what it does is make people want to hear the whole story. Yeah. And you're storytellers as writers. Yeah. So you should be able to tell a story about totally yourself. Agree. Totally agree. Okay, so you, that is excellent advice. I hope everybody took note of that. You have a chapter in your book that I love called Finding a Mentor. Yes. What tips do you have to offer to people on this quest? I get people asking me this all the time. Well, the first answer to that is you don't find one. They find you. And the way to get a mentor 
is by doing great work. It's by doing great work because a mentor is somebody who will promote you and people will only promote you if it's going to make them look good. And I don't mean that in an unkind way. That's just how the business works. So you want to impress somebody. Um, and once that they feel, once they feel confident that you are talented and that you're not going to take advantage of them, they will reach out to people for you. You never ask them to until you have a relationship. Excellent. And once you have a relationship, you say, I'm up for this job. Would you consider making a call for me? And usually you wait until they offer. If they like you, they'll say, you know what, if you ever need anything, let me know. And you never rely on them too much. You never put too much expectation on them, and you always send gifts afterwards. Excellent. Love that. That's great advice. Website-wise, what are some of your favorite websites for writers, resource-wise? Well, you know, for me, because I think it's really important for writers to, to be savvy about the business, um, Deadline Hollywood, huge, mm -hmm. absolutely huge. You need to know what's going on. You need to know what's going on in the business so that when you have your meeting, you sound like you know what's going on because it makes you sound savvy, and being savvy is a big part of success. Um, Variety is important, Hollywood Reporter, Futon Critic for television writers, um, and Excellent. then yeah. following blogs of writers. Yeah, uh, no, that's a huge one. I like that. And I mean, going into that, like what you just gave about personal story and antidote and personal A-line, A story, um, what would you say, like I love the idea of uh, writers creating a brand for themselves Absolutely. by creating blogs. What advice do you give that them in that arena? It's funny because I just got a request from a writer for a career consult. Uh -huh. And I always go online and I check what people, before I work with people, because I want to make sure I can help them. Yes. So I found this woman's blog and every single thing was negative. Right. She was complaining about the business. She right. was whining. Right. So I would say the number one thing is don't whine. Right. Don't complain. Right. And find your own voice. Um, I think having a, a, Digital profile is huge. I think in addition to a blog, if mm -hmm. you can do a web series, mm -hmm. what you need to do is show your voice. Right. I, what I would do is I would look at all of the blogs, as many as you can, of writers and find out what somebody's not doing. Right. Bring your own perspective to it. Make yes. sure it's a positive perspective. Yeah, I think that's excellent. Um, I do. I think that's great. Now, from your book, I loved how you had little insider tips. Yes. What's, a, what's one of your favorite insider tips? My favorite, or uh, one of my favorites, is what I call the soft Hollywood ask. And that is how to ask somebody for something. Because we all need help in this business. Yep. You know, I think that there's a perception about Hollywood that everybody is a self-involved jerk. Mm -hmm. There are plenty <laughs> of self-involved jerks, but most people yeah. are willing to give back. Right. And you need to ask them. But you need to ask them in a specific way. And the way that you ask them is what I call the Hollywood ask, yeah. which is you never back them into a corner. You say, like, if you want somebody to read your script, only ask them that, by the way, if you've already known them and met them a couple of different times. Never meet somebody and say, will you read my script? And then you say something like, I know how incredibly busy you are, 
But if there's anybody in your office that would have the time to read my script and give me notes, I would love it. So you're not putting them on the spot. I agree. That's the number one thing is yeah. to not put people on. Because nobody wants to reject you, A, right. because it feels bad, and B, because they might need you in five years. Right. Right. Great. Great. Now, I know everybody is dying, and we, t- we touched on it at the beginning. You are an inside source, obviously, into how people make it into the CBS writing sure. program. Sure. And I bet you'd like to know how. <laughs> I would love for you to give some insight. Okay. It's it's two things, and it's interesting because the thing that we look for is very much what agents and managers look for, but but we give people a little more leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for blazing hot material, and, and by that, and I, I know that we might touch on this a little bit later, but for me, the kind of material that we're looking for is is – is bold, um, and, and to get into the CBS program, you need a spec script and an original piece of work, probably a pilot. That's great. That's so, new, right? No, I've been doing it for 11 years. The I've been pilot doing... is new? Oh, I thought oh, you the had pilot... features before features that. Features are, yes, the pilot, pilot is, is new. Is new. Right. And we had tons more people applying. Great. Because now they can, because you worked with them, yeah. and they can write pilots. Um, so... It's something that grabs you in the first page. Right. It is something that is bold, that takes a risk, that um, swings for the fences. And I often say sex and death are the two things that really grab your attention. Great. Um, And that it has an ending that is absolutely um, uh, inevitable but is unexpected. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the end, you go, of course that had to happen, but whoa, I didn't know how that would get there. Right. Um, That's great. And that there'd be something in it that would be surprising to me mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the script, something that goes left when I thought that they'd go right. Right. So that's the material. Assuming the material works, we have interviews. And this is what we're looking for in an interview. Somebody who can tell the kind of story that I just mentioned and tell it in a way that we want to be around that person because we're we're going to spend months with that person and they need to be somebody that would be a pleasure to be around and somebody who's fun really helps um they don't have to know their story completely because i work with them to help them create their story and um and it's somebody that that is sure of themselves i think confidence is so important and i think if you don't have it you need to learn how to fake it um and so somebody that's confident and is ambitious but not a jerk about it and that's fun to be around and somebody somebody that has an original world view is really interesting i too. agree that no that's excellent and who's going to work their ass off that's the other thing that's that's key that is definitely key okay now what about the showrunners program the showrunner program yeah so if people don't know, the CBS program is for brand new baby writers that are just starting their careers. And what we do is help them launch their careers. Um, and the Writers Guild Showrunner program is for very experienced and advanced writers. People that have probably created their own shows or are about ready to run their own shows. And the way we choose those people, in order to be considered, they have to be at a certain level to start with and or they have to be at the producer level or above, 
and or have a script in active development at a studio or network. Then we bring them in for an interview. I mean, we get 90 applicants for 25 slots. Okay. It's really it's really a competitive process. 90 people with scripts in development. That's great. 90 scripts. So everyone hears about the program and knows this is when to apply. To. When to apply is when it looks like you're going to be running a show. Great. That's when to apply. Great. And then, you know, it is hard. It's how we put together the class, how many comedy, how many drama, how many men, how many women. And recommendations are a big part of it, too. Recommendations. You yeah. have to be recommended. Yeah. In order to get an application, you have to have a recommendation. Right. Only one. Right. People don't need more than one. Right. Um, and they can go to the website, you know, the Writers Guild website, and look up under Showrunner Program. They can get all of the specifics about it. And then it's who's going to give back as yeah. well as who's going to learn, who's going to need this information most immediately, who's going to give back. Great. Great. Excellent. All right, so you have given some phenomenal information. I'm very excited for everybody to hear. Now I would love for you to give some sense of what your consults look like and where people can contact you. Okay. Um, What they can do is go to parkonthelot.com because people like to park on the lot. And if you're (laughs) parking on the lot, it means that you're in the business. So go to parkonthelot.com. And sign up for a complimentary initial strategy session. Great. Where we'll spend about 20 minutes on the phone and we'll see where you are in your career, where you want to be, and if career consulting can help you get help you get there. Uh, there's a lot of people I don't work with because mm-hmm. I don't think I can help them. Right. But when I talk to somebody that I think I can help, I love working with them. Excellent. Wait, what was the other part of that question? There was two. And so where they can contact you yeah. and what your consults look okay. like. Okay. You mean in terms of the different kinds of packages? Yes. There's a six-week package, a two-month package, and a three-month package. And it includes, all of them include an in-person uh, session, then follow-up sessions. Some of them include um, reading a script or reading a resume. And again, I don't give specific notes. Jen Grisanti gives specific notes. Right. Um, but I just give them overall feedback on whether it's ready to go or not. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they do a lot of homework. Um, I have a lot of forms that people fill out and they work on. They, they have to do a database of their contacts. And then we come up with a game plan for how they're going to contact people, stay in contact, most of the people, I they 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 bulk when I say, um, you have to contact that person who hasn't you haven't contacted for five years. They go no, right? And we find a way to do it. They find a way to do it, and I help them with that. And nine times out of ten, the person says, "Wow, it's great to hear from you," because you have to stay on people's radar. The more people you know, the more places you go, the luckier you get. Excellent. Amazing. I love what you shared. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us. It was my pleasure. Sharing your wisdom. Yay. Anything I can do to help you, Jen, would be my pleasure. I appreciate that, Carol. So I want to thank Carol for joining us, and I want to thank you for joining us. And this is Jen Grisanti of StoryWise Podcast. You've been listening to StoryWise with Jen Grisanti. If you're looking to get to the next step in your career and need a guide who has been there and knows what it takes, go to www.jengrisanticonsultancy.com. On the website, you can also find the latest on writing programs, feature film festivals, and other writing competitions. StoryWise is produced by Joel Metzger and Hot House Bruiser Productions. 
This podcast was recorded at the studios of Icebox Logic.